0: Hi there, and welcome to episode 49 of the ADHD Adults Podcast and to ADHD Awareness Month. It says week in the <laughs> Fucking hell. Well, we fucked that one up right from the start, haven't we? Mm. Anyway, I'm James Brown, the man with the Technicolor hair. And as usual, I'm joined by someone who I was recently told looked just like Eric Idle, only obviously without the talent, sense of humor, etc. Dr. Alex Connor. Alex. Hi. Don't grumble, give a whistle. And <laughs> things will always turn out. <laughs> I've got to be honest, I didn't foresee that happening. I should have. I should have realized that was going to happen, and I didn't. That's my bad. Apologies, listeners. Um,
1: <laughs> How are you? I'm excellent. Thank you. Excited. ADHD awareness month, James. Month. Not week. <laughs> we planned quite a lot, didn't we? For... ADHD Awareness Month, and then thing happened. Yeah. Or, yeah, the thing. Yeah, not as much as we wanted. The podcast, the podcast does not stop growing. I really love our ADHD community; they're just unfailingly positive. And we've had a one of them sent us a letter. Jesus, brilliant! It's for, it's from a Robert from <laughs> Kidimets to it says, oh. "How come you... How come you had that paramedic on for the parenting podcast, but you didn't ask him to fix whatever is clearly wrong with James? Good question, Robert. I don't know. It's a it's a have... it's a brilliant question. <laughs> I've been sent a real letter, can I read it out? Nope. Um it's, <laughs> it's, it's it. It's says uh, uh it's anonymous because I haven't asked because I forgot. Are mm. gents. gents? Is... I'm from Australia it's here. I, oh,
0: please No, stop, 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 stop. Can I just remind you? Our second biggest listenership is Australia, and I don't want to lose them so, out. So sorry. please, please don't.
1: I, I also don't uh, want to go to prison for racial insensitivity, so I'm stopping that. My journey is two years of suspicion that I have ADHD, which culminated in finding out my oldest brother had just been diagnosed a month ago. That happens a lot. That was the push I needed to get diagnosed. Same for my second oldest brother. And also when I found your podcast. It has actually helped me more than the therapists I've tried and has helped me reflect and improve. You fuckers are awesome. That would be brilliant <laughs> in an Australian accent I can't do. Uh, and I got quite sad the other day when I ran out of podcasts. Then happy when a new one uploaded. <laughs> Please don't stop making the podcasts. I lose a reason to wear my impulsively bought Samsung Buds 2 Pro when I'm not listening. Uh, thanks. Really like that. Uh, made us like- mean...
0: That's amazing. It's amazing. I've got to say, you must have had some shit therapists, So, <laughs> if our podcast is better than them.
1: God, yeah. This, that, is, that is an indictment on the profession. James, can I read something else out? It's not a letter, but it's a review. I think a Spotify podcast review we got. And uh, yeah, it said, yeah. review, a home for deviants. This car <laughs> crash of a podcast should be avoided at all costs. <laughs> the attempted humour is atrocious. The hosts present themselves as the opposite of subject matter experts and the production quality is on the floor. In short, if like me, you suspect you have ADHD, you'll feel right at home. Five stars. <laughs> we <laughs> loved it. Fucking brilliant. That is. It was brilliant. We thank you so much, Joe. I, I haven't asked permission. I'm saying this. commonly. And finally, uh, internationally, thank it's gone God. up again. 127 countries. The new one we think might be possibly Venezuela. What?
0: We, we <laughs> we think oh, yeah. the, the new one you've made up is Venezuela. Um, yeah, are, are you're not gonna do a. You're not gonna do a. I don't know. Are you gonna do? Are you gonna do an international hello?
1: I am. Yeah. We Obviously, we're grateful to all the listeners. So this week, we'd like yeah. to say a big. Well, well Ola. <laughs> I spoke. The problem is, Spain's a really popular language. Ola, <laughs> a Venez, Venezuelan listener,
0: just. I'm not. I, listen, I'm clearly not somebody for whom first or even second language is Spanish. But Olá, I know you're you from <laughs> Do you not think there's there's an element of Olá or something in there? Uh, anyway, or this usual, usual, it, pathet- it. usual pathetic standard there. Also um everybody as usual this um uh, market knockoff tommy hill figure jeans of a podcast is a tragedy in three parts we choose a theme last week we had our special with the amazing dawn and laura from adhd as females to talk about how, sh- how you can share your experience of adhd whether it's a podcast a blog um or, or talking in the mirror this week we're talking about something which affects almost all of us and that is the way in which society just isn't set up for us and how we face different forms of ableism day in and day out. The three parts, as usual, include evidence-based psychoeducation about ableism and ADHD, delivered pathetically by Alex, the psychoeducation monkey. Hello. Our, Our personal reflections on the subject, and then the third and final bit will be spunk trumpeting on how to deal with the issue. Before I carry on, I just want to point out, for anybody that isn't watching on YouTube, I've got a brilliant drawing in my background, which Chloe, one of our listeners, sent in. And the picture of Alex's balloon head saying we've got a letter is absolutely amazing. So thank you so much for that. Chloe.
1: Thanks, Chloe. But why have I got no hair on my head? I know it's <laughs> receding a bit, but that is really hard. And James has got double hair. I think so. Yeah. I think this preferential treatment for
0: I think for I think America, this is very a real. <laughs> A re- realistic depiction of us, anyway. Alex, have you got out or are you just going to waffle on?
1: Both James, thank you. <laughs> Unsurprisingly, our society is built around the values of the neurotypical people. Um, no individual is neurotypical, but mm. you know, cisgendered, straight, white men with little room for diversity that's our society. People like you, James, frankly. <laughs> yes. So, progress in other areas like sexual orientation, race, gender, gender identity. Um, as is happening, but obviously not enough. But even with that progress, what little there is in mind, there has been almost nothing in terms of progress for neurodivergence, especially in adults. Collectively, neurodivergent conditions—autism spectrum disorder, if you if you prefer, ADHD, Tourette syndrome, dyslexia, dyspraxia—they've kind of been left behind. Mm. So what? Who gives a shit? <laughs> Why is it a problem? Just with ADHD, adults with ADHD often have to put in massive amounts of effort in an attempt to fit in. And I'm sure that's true for all neurodivergent conditions mm-hmm. to fit into the rules, to fit into the processes of our society. This is masking. We're going to do an episode very soon on exactly that. Even when ADHD adults can mask the processes side of society, can be an, an absolute shit show.
0: A little bit like this podcast, maybe.
1: <laughs> show, yeah you very much so yeah. <laughs> so think think of the core and associated symptoms of adhd attention impulsivity impulsiveness i don't know which the word is time blindness <laughs> poor working memory i could go on and on don't. <laughs> i'm going to we have a society that doesn't work well for these individuals we're focusing on society whatever that means although Even people themselves with ADHD often have internal ableism. I know I do. That's the kind of thing we've talked about in in the previous episode, episode number something or (laughs) other, about internalized skin. (laughs) We have no idea. Ableism has been defined as a set of psychological or social, economic, cultural, imaginary, technological conditions that privilege the, the normative way of living and thinking. They promote an ideal that is able-bodied. They they cherish particular forms of, of of personhood, as they call it, and and of psychological health. It's spatially organized environments around just normative people, and it creates an institutional bias towards autonomous, independent bodies. And This feeds into the into the form of product. You know, the the, the neoliberal. It's getting political. I, I I'm absolutely <laughs> aware, but it. This is what happens. It mm. feeds into that exact thing of product. You buy this thing exactly the same mm. for everyone, and it has to be yeah. healthy and normal, whatever that means. Starting with a real example of access to care for ADHD adults, if you've ever tried to get any care for your ADHD, almost every step of the process is ableist. To mm. so the point that paper last year reported, systematic barriers. I'm now, I'm now doing your rabbit ears, James. Systematic <laughs> barriers... <laughs> to ADHD diagnosis and treatment in the NHS. Right. What can these issues look like? Overcoming rejection sensitivity, anxiety, just to book an appointment. Yeah. Being given conflicting opposite information from multiple sources. Endless forms. Being on a waiting list, if you're lucky enough to get on the bloody thing. There's a lot of relating going on for me, James, but not knowing... (laughs) The waiting list is one thing. Not knowing when you'll be seen. Having to remember when and where. Where do you need to be? Where where am I supposed to go to speak to a healthcare professional? And don't forget your medication. Remember to order it in an email. (laughs) And and don't forget to get your blood pressure checked every three months if you're on stimulant medication. The list goes on. These are things we do not do well. Mm. And healthcare professionals either know this or they should. The good ones know it. And yet here we are. Even research into ADHD is generally done. By people who do not have ADHD, it's
0: it's so true. I <clears throat> normally I would have interjected and you know insulted you and talked about mm. your balloon face, etc. But actually, I balloon head. Yeah. So so much of that, for once, Alex was absolutely bang on. I, I want to give an a, example of this, which comes from I'm not going to name the individual, but it's an, it's an individual I know, and it's my area actually, and that's um, Sandwell, and that is that. Uh, mrs adhd as many of you know recently got a diagnosis after eventually getting a gp to agree to refer her via right to choose after originally they referred her to the local service and she went through this whole process of 18 months of you've got an appointment but we're not going to tell you who it's with and you get asked a load of questions but is that an assessment or not and then a follow-up letter three months later saying fill in these forms and if you don't hand them back in two weeks you're off the list and you do that, and then you're told, the next thing is gonna be a video conference with your husband, but we're not telling you when. And then a few months later, another letter saying, I've got no idea when your appointment's gonna be. It could be one to two years time, but you'll have two weeks notice, and if you can't make that appointment, you're off the list. All of that is, is against the very core of what ADHD is. And, and I recently heard, actually, in the area, there isn't even a psychiatrist at the minute to do those assessments. So people in that area you know, are waiting on a list with no solution equally a lot of the private clinics out there that do not tell you that if they just give you a diagnosis you might not get a shared care agreement signed that you might not the nhs might not take over your care because they're just selling a, a diagnosis there's so much about this which is ableist it's 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 ridiculous
1: isn't it, there's nothing you can do about it except vote <laughs> exactly and that's just healthcare, James. Outside mm. of healthcare, bigger problem. There is an expectation everywhere in our society to be early, to be on time, to meet deadlines, to remember simple things, or to read long yeah. documents and small print to fill in forms <laughs> with sufficient detail, to sit still and pay attention. Oh, my whole life, Joe <laughs> meetings in school. Loads of others. Adults with ADHD struggle in our current society due to systemic Embedded ableism, found in the culture, found in communication, all of our processes. James wrote that bit, and I realised he likes Oxford commas. (laughs) I didn't realise how much I have to hate him.
0: I'm not um, 100% sure what an Oxford comma is, to be honest.
1: It's a kind of shoe. A lot of these processes contribute to the ADHD tax we've talked about (laughs) before. Booking flights on the wrong day, James. Not realising you've already booked a hotel. James. James. (laughs) missing appointments mm-hmm. there are barriers littered throughout society which compound our difficulties for us to get just get through life or get through it without shame and expense mm. and again you're listening right now to 2 cisgendered white middle-class middle-aged men we've got all the privilege if you're not in that demographic it's even yeah. more difficult and i promise you it is difficult for us but we see we see you and we know we yeah. do know
0: it's so it's so true, and that's why I'm really kind of happy we're talking about this during ADHD Awareness Month because actually, it like you say, it's hard enough to to navigate the healthcare system and get a diagnosis and move on with your life. But that doesn't change the fact that society is still going to ask you to do stuff you can't do or you struggle to do in almost every domain of your life. Bit uncomfortable. There's nothing I can really criticise there. Um, you delivered it relatively positive, well. Was it? relatively well, yeah but, but that's that's fine in my case if it's not positive I'm a grumpy bastard um yeah but on on that note of being a grumpy bastard we'll take a break and we'll come yeah. back in part 2 for some personal reflections on Alex being a twat I had to I had to put something negative in mate I had to
1: that was ableist <laughs> Welcome back to episode 49.
0: (laughs) What was the the pause for? What was the pause for? You count down. You get get to one, and then you leave five seconds after one where I'm sat here thinking he's going to start soon. He's going to start soon. For fuck's sake.
1: I just think there's a delay. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to episode 49 of the ADHD Adults Podcast in the 2022 October ADHD Awareness Month. We're talking about ableism, this square pegs in round holes. Things of being an adult with ADHD in a normative society. This is part two, where we're always bang on about personal reflections, mm-hmm. James, because you're the most affected. I'm going to ask what are your perfe- your perspectives and personal <laughs> reflections on being a square peg in a very round hole. The most affected, you won't. <laughs> I, okay. I, mean. I
0: mean, there is. There's obviously just so much we've got. We've all oh, got God. a lifetime of personal reflections, but I've got so much of relatively recent, which I think are, are important to me personally and emotionally, and that's why I'm going to talk about them. So, as you are aware, technically we're a charity, and um, we have been a charity since January the fourth, well, and we still do Literally. but well, No, I know, but what I'm saying is we're not fucking <laughs> spending money on stuff, and there's a reason for that. And mm-hmm. if you let me finish your gigantic bell end. I'll explain why I used that term. We were incorporated as a charity on January the 4th, and we still don't have a charity bank account. So I don't want to do the maths on that, but that's three years roughly, isn't it, Al? (laughs) Something like that. Yeah,
1: give or take. Yeah, give or take.
0: Um, And the process we've been through, the processes we've been through have just been massively ableist. So we did a search, first of all, what's the best charity bank account in it? All the websites say Metro Bank. Calling them out, don't give a fuck. So, looked online, looked at all the forms I needed to take to a branch to get a bank account, filled in all the forms, even got you to sign something which is fucking impossible. Mm, took, really hard, yeah. the forms, took the forms with me, with Mrs. ADHD, to the local branch of Metro Bank. They sat us down, took us over to the counter, and a guy went, Oh, yeah, no, you need this form. And obviously, I went fucking mental, lost my shit. In a massive emotional dysregulation, which is, I think, what we're going to cover in an upcoming episode of the podcast, and stormed out, leaving Mrs. ADHD stood embarrassingly or embarrassedly at the counter. And obviously, then Alex, I could never go back to Metro Bank because uh, the the RSD and the emotional dysregulation. But they'd oh, told okay. us what forms to bring, and I, I brought those forms. They went, no, 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 you need these forms. So I thought, okay, fair enough. That's just a month wasted realized that it would be easier to do an online application for a charity bank account and you look and the one that gets recommended is hsbc again happy to call them out so did the online application which in itself is quite complicated because i've got to herd the sheep that are the trustees of the charity to sign documents and to fill in forms and to give me details and after about a month i got to speak to uh uh, somebody hsbc and it was a lovely chat, actually. And they asked us about you know, how much money do you think you're going to raise and blah, 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 blah. And said, right, you've just got a few more forms to fill in. Filled those forms in and then waited and waited and waited a bit longer. And after three months, when I remembered we'd applied for a bank account, I thought, I better chase this up. <laughs> so he-, he emailed them, didn't get a reply, um, waited about another month, emailed them again, didn't get a reply, kept forgetting, obviously. Eventually, Got a reply saying, oh, "I'm so sorry. The person that was handling your applications left, and they deleted your application. So you've got to go back to the start. So we uh, then wasted we'd wasted months by this point. So I thought, okay, fair enough. Try and stay calm because we're halfway through this process. I don't want to start again. Then had halfway to make through a, the story, fuck off. Then had to make <laughs> make another appointment, which was with the lovely um, Georgiana, who was really helpful and, and really kind." and said I will make sure that we sort this out and again within a month some more forms came through filled those forms in and the, the email we got said email them back to us so I emailed them back to them and then a month later got an email saying oh we need wetting signatures can you post them and it, you know, it didn't say that so it's all these delays are because of you know little details which it's hard to spot are because of poor communication and it's hard enough if you've not got adhd but this process which still hasn't finished we're still waiting to hear it's now been give or take three years a ridiculous amount of time to set up a bank account and it's all about you know the institutions that we work around just not taking into consideration neurodivergence
1: if you think about it at all
0: no not at all not it's not a thing to them why would they why would they think that somebody might struggle filling out th- four forms which collectively are 36 pages long and where one of the forms when you're filling it in for a charity just says name and it <laughs> name, name of charity name of me i don't fucking know which is it so i sent both in because just I didn't yes. fucking yeah because i didn't fucking know Get, getting back Awful. to the nhs side of things i've said this before My ADHD self-report when I got diagnosed, it was so long, I didn't fill in two boxes because I I just couldn't be asked. So my diagnosis, although it's valid, I was positive for 14, not 16 domains. The amount of free trials I have signed up for, for (laughs) software and other services, thinking, right, I've got seven days of that, and then obviously forgotten that I'm now paying £39 a month for something I'm not using and and six months later realise, it almost feels like that's designed for us, Al, because they know we're going to forget.
1: James, half of my Kindle Unlimited subscription paid for Jeff Bezos to go into space with (laughs) Captain Kirk.
0: Well, the book's largely about um, kind of the royal lineage in around the the 17th century.
1: Oh, you're talking Shard Lake series, medieval (laughs) crime fiction. (laughs) Amazing
0: um Absolutely. Re- relatedly i paid for a sim card for 12 months which had already binned um just renewed the contract couldn't use it i've yep. missed payments all the time um i changed my direct debit um but didn't read the small print about when the direct debit for my credit card would change so i missed a payment that affected my credit rating put in a complaint saying i've got adhd and six months later they said yeah we did nothing wrong sorry and obviously my credit rating was fucked anyway but it made it a bit worse <clears throat> But, and, and this is this is the only positive side of this, is the first time that I disclosed my ADHD in an environment which wasn't particularly ADHD friendly, and said I've got ADHD, I can't do that. Was a fucking revelation. Now it was it was responded to positively, and it won't be for everybody. But actually, the people that I was in a meeting with immediately said, "Oh, okay, well we'll do things differently then," so that just to kind of end it on a slightly positive personal reflection that i'm lucky enough that i don't give a fuck what anyone thinks about me and therefore i was happy to say i'm not i can't do Nothing. that thing i've got adhd it is yeah because uh, can you imagine <laughs> otherwise um but the the power in that for me was huge for me personally it's not going to be the same for everybody but actually not changing the world but changing the people around me by saying i can't do that thing you've got to do something different and luckily the people accepted it uh, what about you?
1: You bellend. Well, I mean, firstly, we should change the podcast to burning bridges <laughs> with banks, <laughs> and, and and secondly, yeah, we... we're really grateful to our fantastic uh, and, and talented volunteer trustees who are not sheep. Uh, like... the <laughs> Sorry, one... <Yeah>. guys. We, <laughs> we love you. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> it's like herding sheep. It's all all you men. May... <laughs> No, it's, it's literally you know, hurting sheep. It is, it is, it is li-
0: literally
1: hurting sheep. <laughs> I mean, three of them are actual sheep, so that's fair. Yeah, yeah. I okay. I, you know, I, can't, I didn't know what to write for this, because mm. it feels like asking asking fish, have you experienced water? Asking me yeah. if I've experienced ableism. I don't know where to start. Everything, all the time. Mm. I, I I honestly don't use the word ableism very much, really, because I feel that ADHD people have been sort of conditioned to feel like fraudsters for saying yeah. you're differently yeah. able, and I, and I don't want to be accused of moaning, but it, it's rampant. I don't, yeah. I don't, this week, this week I had an MRI, and they told me almost disdainfully, "Can you keep your leg completely still for twenty minutes?" stare at the ceiling <laughs> i have a neurological hyperkinetic disorder not really and it was you know quite grumpy about it and and they even gave me my an, an appointment on a little card with nothing else and then didn't tell me where to go or what to do afterwards with it and you know that's just one thing it happens to me all the time in in every circumstance i had a german test mm. which the test is to see if you can understand german right So they read out a list of German things, like this is a conversation. You haven't got a pen and paper. And then they ask you a series of questions about it. That's attested by working memory. So (laughs) I couldn't do it. And and so my wife, who is German, said, well, translate it for me as they're going along. And so I just told her what they were saying perfectly. Hmm. And yet the question was, was Simona in the school or Johannes? (laughs) I don't know who those people are. (laughs) I don't remember either of the names. And, and I didn't know, what this is why I wasn't very good at languages at school. It wasn't because I couldn't do it. I didn't remember the fucking question. Awful. Yeah. It, it happens all the time. And I think the, sh- the shame of all the mistakes means that you just, and, and, the, and the, the self-internalized ableism, I just yeah. sort of sigh and raise my eyes and a, a tiny little bit of my cold, dark soul dies every time <laughs> and have a drink just drink
0: <clears throat> yeah i'm kind of glad do? you do in a way you're much more palatable when you're drunk um yeah i listen again you're right uh, the fish water analogy um horrifyingly uh, is very accurate just to add to your mri thing i, I went to an eye test recently anyone's had an eye test been asked to do the fields test which is where you have to stare at a dog <laughs>
1: yeah i got bored I Got bored. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and and, and say Amazing. when you see things on your periphery. I actually think that would be a really good test for identifying people with ADHD. And I refuse to do it. So I'm, I just, come. sorry, I can't. And they went, oh, come back on another day. And I just ignored the email. I can't, I cannot physically sit there staring at one bit <laughs> for like fucking 10 minutes, wait, waiting for little dots on the periphery. It, it's ridiculous. So I, I, I totally Awful. get that. Um, do I play a game, Alex? Oh, yeah. What kind of game? It's oh, a game wait. where you get to no. get... yeah. <laughs> oh, I fucking fell for that, you motherfucker. As usual, you've got a choice, Alex, and it's okay. um, it's it's Ooh. spectacles or laptops. I'm guessing which one you're going to pick.
1: Probably. I've just
0: got a new computer, <laughs> so spectacles, please. Good one. Okay, so um, I mentioned that I had an eye test, and I um, I'm at the age now, Alex, in my twenties where yeah. I need varif- varifocals, varifocals, varifocals um, um, because I can't basically see anything. And I impulsively bought the most expensive ones because they said, oh, we do, you know, these lenses, these lenses mm-hmm. have a wider field of view and it's easier to see things. And they've got a special coating and they're designer. So I spent 400 quid on two pairs <sighs> of varif- varifocal glasses Um and I'm, th- this is a question related to those things. Do they make you feel so, sick? Like, see, see yeah, see, sick. I, I, I may get to that actually. Oh, Okay. Um, yeah, if, yeah. if you if so, what you may notice now, you can't tell if you're watching, but I'm not wearing them. I'm just wearing my my close up glasses. What's the fucking phrase? Yeah, you, reading glasses. You, reading you
1: glasses. geek 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 glasses. <laughs> fuck off.
0: Right. So why why is it I'm not wearing my varifocals, Al? Is it one? that I've lost both pairs and this is two weeks after getting them. Is it two, that they don't work but I can't go back and kind of ask for them to be changed because of kind of a mixture of RSD and emotional fear or is it three, that I've broken both pairs already?
1: I'm going to answer this with one using my winning formula of logic it isn't one or three because you've said both pairs in both and we all know you can't count up to two. <laughs> so I think no. I think they don't work and you can't go back. Fucker. <laughs> that is oh. that's like the that's the
0: first one you've won in I can't even like 10 episodes possibly. Yeah that no, I can't see 20. anything. I can't see anything either close up or far away in them they are literally no they're literally useless everything i'm i have to kind of I'm trying to adjust my head and trying and find a sweet spot and there fucking isn't one so i i'm 400 quid spunked up the wall fuck it um oh, I'm, I'm distraught that you've won a game alex and i need time to reflect on that so we'll take a break and we will be back look at the smile on his face for fuck's sake We'll be back in There's part lot three. Of you with Barry
1: vocals losing a game that you like and I hate. It couldn't be We'll, be,
0: we'll be back uh, in part three for Spunk Trumpeting with Gabby Logan. See you in a bit. Easy for you to say. Welcome back to B- episode... What? B. What? I said B. <laughs> you know, it's hard enough with ADHD, Mm -hmm. preparing for a podcast, recording a podcast, editing a podcast, which does happen, Alex, without having to put up with you. Let's just leave that there. Welcome back to episode 49 of the ADHD adult square pegs in round holes, where we're talking about the societal and internal ableism that we all face every day in all of our lives. Um, This is the final part of the podcast, don't fuck, where we provide some top tips, also known as spunk trumpeting. And I'm going to let Captain Balloonhead go first because I don't I think he's stolen any of my ideas. So fire away, Alex.
1: Um it's a tricky one this, I think. What what I would say is is that my top tip for dealing with ableism, to experiencing ableism is it's an, it's a nuanced form of emotional acceptance blah blah blah. And it is emotional acceptance that, in fact, this is real. That adult ADHD is a disability, and society doesn't really support it. I should say I think that that it's also worth accepting that that ableism isn't a campaign apart from from our government. It's not. <laughs> no one plans to be ableist. No, no one plans to be to do these systemic normative things. It's it's a it's a problem of convenience. I was mm. reflecting on my own ableism and uh, you know, James, I once did, I just didn't put subtitles on a video because I, I couldn't be bothered. didn't know how to do it. It's too hard. But imagine being hearing impaired, how it must feel that someone didn't do that. Oh, I couldn't be bothered with him. Couldn't be bothered with me. And we, we've learned how to do it now. But, but the key is to, I think to accept that it's real and call it out. If you have the social capital to do it, spot it and accept it. But I think the emotional acceptance that it's always going to be there and we have to try and advocate for adult ADHD and the real adult ADHD as well in society to, to make change as much as we can, if you have that power. That's my top tip. I'm, I'm glad you? you said that. No, I'm glad you said
0: that's my top tip because it, it was I wasn't listening, obviously, to any of that. But it gave me an indication oh, that this is my cue for me to do my bit. So if you could do that in yeah. the future, actually, just loudly say... Those were my top tips, James. then i'll I'll know that I have to kind of re-engage. Um, but what mm. I'll say is that if you are in a position to disclose your ADHD and and to kind of be, be open about it, then then consider doing so because it's only through people and organizations and institutions learning that their processes are possibly accidentally ableist or certainly not neurodivergent friendly, that change is going to happen they ain't going to change themselves you know and, and unless you know, so they've got people who are neurodivergent within their organization fighting for that change it doesn't always work when you do this but some organizations do actually have some policies policies in place i mentioned my, my credit card earlier and how i changed my um direct debit but obviously didn't read the small print when i told them i had adhc they immediately said oh well, do you need help with that because we've got support in place for people that impulse spend and i thought well, that's interesting that they don't kind of talk about it, but if you phone up and you're in trouble, they, they seem to have a base level understanding that they can help you. But it needed me to disclose that. You know, If I was just impulse spending and I didn't tell them, they, they'd just say, you know, your credit's fucked. We're going to take your card off you. Equally, there are things you can do with disclosing that can chop away at things like the ADHD tax. Somebody got in touch recently to say that they had taken our advice because they had a parking fine which they had paid late, and obviously the fine increased. And they wrote to them saying, "I'm sorry, I've got ADHD, and you know, I I I just I forgot to pay the fine. I'm happy to pay the original price, and and the, the, they were allowed to do that. So sometimes, if you are in a powerful enough position, and if you have a diagnosis, and if you're willing to, then disclosing and talking about your ADHD can help in in little ways. And the more of us that do that, the more people will be aware of. What ADHD is and that maybe some of their processes or rules etc don't really fit us. The other thing is obviously is, is, to, is to speak up more generally. We need, we need voices to make change. This month ADHD Awareness Month is literally, Alex, about raising awareness of what ADHD is so that people who don't know about it, people who don't believe it's real, people who don't have it but maybe want to learn about it can so we need voices to make change at every level. You're right in terms of vote, vote and government, but also locally, I can see your hands up, Alex, so
1: fire away. Just, no, I just wanted to add that we have to do that across all industries. We have to speak, yeah. if, we, if we can, from um, all industries, all levels, from the very top, all the way down to pretend professors, James.
0: <laughs> all the way down to pretend professors, Alex.
1: Yeah, yeah, all levels.
0: Professorial fellows as well, I imagine, would fit into that that category, wouldn't they? Al, would they? Do you think professorial fellow would that would that be a pretend professor? It's, t-
1: it's too premature to announce that.
0: <laughs> I haven't, I haven't announced anything. I'm just, I'm just, ta- I'm talking about theoretical positions here, Alex.
1: Have we got a product, um,
0: James? Well, but yeah, we kind of got to. So we were going to talk. So I, I want to say this because Scott sent it in. that If you use an Android phone, there's a, there's a, an app called O Launcher, which helps clears up your home page, and that's great. But as a product, because it ties in with a change that we've made, we've been talking about having a community for people for ages, and we finally, after so many people said, "Have you tried Discord?" And because I couldn't set it up on my phone, I went, it "Doesn't work." Set it up on my Mac, and now it works. So we now have. Or we use discord as a community forum there's lots of different sub forums on there for local areas you can speak to people in your area that have adhd organize meetups if you want um i'm sure i'll set up a group on insults for alex for example if you want to give me some fuel for what to say to him but but download discord on your smartphone or use it on your your website and and just engage with people in our community because it can help you feel less isolated right then that was episode 49 of the ADHD Adults Podcast, where we talked about being square pegs in, in round holes, the, the broad subject of ADHD and ableism. In the massively unlikely event that you've enjoyed the podcast, you can always support the show on the link provided, as otherwise Alex is going to have to start painting again, and home bargains have recently run out of crayons. So on that note, you can get in touch with us, as usual, on the socials at ADHD Adult UK, and we will see you next time. Take care.
1: We should have called it square Peg- pegging. <laughs> By all. Trigger warning big